I preach all the time that social media is a voice talent, for example, is this is going to sound really weird. But hang in there with me. <laughs> I'll hang in. A voice talent is not a voice talent. Okay. Explain. A, a voice <laughs> talent to successfully market themselves needs to learn to become a media company. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. This is the second part of my interview with Corey Disson. I wanted to ask you, because you touched very briefly on this previously, a lot of people pay a huge amount of attention to their visual branding, but they don't really pay as much attention as they should to their audio branding, which, again, is the point of this podcast. <laughs> of course. So um, how do you feel that um, a successful audio brand is built for a voice talent? And how do you think it's built for your clients, per se? So um, I'll try to answer that question backwards maybe okay like for on the production end for someone purchasing media whether that is a, a video a radio commercial something that's on pandora or spotify or youtube whatever it is we always tell them there are three elements to every spot now if it's a radio spot it's just what you hear mm -hmm. okay but if it's a television commercial or a video it's what you see what you read and what you hear. Mm -hmm. And all those th three things work in tandem. And a lot of times folks will lis even listen to videos at the gym, walking the dog, a podcast, even that are like, this may be, this, this, what we're doing right now, someone may just run the audio on it while they're on a treadmill. Oh, totally. And, and honestly, I'm not even recording the video. It's great to see your face because <laughs> that, that makes for a better conversation. And, and people I just hearing blushed, this, everybody. Well, <laughs> people here will understand that it's easier to have a conversation with someone and have it sound more natural when you're actually looking at their face. <laughs> yep. So yep, that's yep. why I like the video component, but none of the video will actually be recorded. This will all be in audio. So, I mean, that's kind of the point there, too. <laughs> Of course. And how many times have you heard the term signature voice? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there are certain types of voices that can convey certain types of feelings or emotions. You, you know the difference between a horror movie trailer and a Disney trailer, specifically because of who voiced it. <laughs> yes. And the music. Well, the, and the music. Yeah. You know, both of those things set the tone. Mm -hmm. You know, we kind of... We use them at the production company as almost like the blueprint. When we make a TV commercial, we record the audio and master the audio first, and our video producers cut to it so they can get an idea of the pacing and the mood, you know, so they know how to, to, to overlay the footage and the graphics based upon what they hear. Sure. Um, it, it's vital. I mean, think of how many, you know, everybody can rattle off the jingle for McDonald's, for example. Yep. You know, or uh, Farmer's Insurance. We are farmers, bop, 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 bop. you know, that there's a reason why they decided to do that, because it's just like hearing a new song on the radio. 
you play it enough times, you start to learn the words. Our brains are wired for that. So it's about consistency. Totally. Okay. Totally. Yeah. Totally. The more you hear it, the more you learn it. You know, why Why do you think there's an entire business called Audible and ACX? Oh, sure. Because people yeah. can hear, can want to hear their books. Mm-hmm. You know, a book sales shot through the roof. Now, you can't go to your local Walden Books anymore, but but there's a huge demand for audio content. Even the whole podcasting is a thing. I mean, who would have thought? It's huge. Yeah. And it's even more intimate than radio in a way. It's it's more authentic. Yeah. Than radio. It's it's real folks having real conversations. Now, of course, there are some heavyweight broadcasters that have embraced of course, yeah. podcasting too, but you know, uh, regular folk like you and me mm-hmm. have been able to create little audiences just by having these sort of very niche conversations that, you know, you would say to yourself, well, who wants to listen to two folks talking about audio? <laughs> there's, there's a lot. There's You'd a be lot. surprised. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. We, we That's what I tell people surprised. all the time. They, <laughs> they look at me like, you know, what is the Go Get It podcast? What are you guys talking about? I said, you'd be amazed yeah. at the amount of people that listen to that. And it's not, it's not like we're trying to create programming simply to get metrics. It's like the programming is there and people are interested in it. Even if 50 people are listening to this, that's still 50 people. <laughs> of course. I that's mean... huge. That's wonderful. <laughs> Hello, all 50. How yeah. are you? Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Hi out it. there. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And look, I will do everything in my power to share this one so you get more than 50. How's that? I appreciate it. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe we'll get 75. <laughs> well, hey, look, we'll tap into Go Get It Nation for you and we'll see if we can get you some more listeners. That would be awesome. Actually, I want to hear more about the podcast, but before we get to that, sure, you were sure. going to talk about audio branding as it comes to um, voice talent. Oh, sure. So how much does that play a part, do you think? I mean, obviously, voice talent can change their branding over time, but I guess the the feel of their voice should be, you know, kind of how they promote themselves. Is that, like, how does that work? And how do you help them get there? So that that can be a factor Mm -hmm. uh, as to how they sound because ultimately branding is packaging. And also branding is, you know, a guy who I respect uh, and had a great conversation with on my podcast, which is just totally relevant, uh, Rudy Gaskins. <laughs> oh, okay? yeah, Rudy. Okay, yeah. So, you know, Rudy, I'm going to give him full and total credit on this one, is he said branding is both a noun and a verb. Good point. And, and it's true because you have branding, you have the brand and you have the branding. The brand is, the, like I said, the packaging, a logo, a website, a slogan, copy, text, those kind of things. All those things relate to a brand, which that's great. But if you don't mix in the branding, which is taking that and knocking on those figurative doors often and for a sustained period of time, all you have is a fancy piece of artwork. Sure. You have to share it. You have to get it out there. And sometimes that brand, the the noun part of that, is associated with how someone sounds. 
Well, especially in the case of a voice actor. I mean, <laughs> their voice sure. is them, right? So <laughs> Yeah, I, I can think of uh, one talent immediately that I work with, a guy by the name of, of Kevin Cronin, and, and I'll, I'll plug him because he deserves it. Sure. And he has a very traditional announcer voice. Okay. You would hear what's him his, on uh, a... If we're really going to plug him, what's his URL? <laughs> uh, it should be... I should know it off the top of my head, but you if can you, look if it you up. Google, yeah, if you look up, <laughs> if you look up Kevin Cronin, but his his moniker is the voice that calls you to action. Oh, okay, okay. And he and that's and he's landed, you know, in show announcers for for stuff like uh, some sports related programming, and he's picking up a lot of auto dealers, and uh, he's on. He gets hired often to be, you'll watch a commercial, and it's often a commercial in a commercial. The people in the commercial are watching a basketball game, and you'll hear yeah. the, the basketball announcer go, and that's two for Smith as he runs down the court. That's him. <laughs> okay. He, he yeah. does a lot of that. Sure. And you know, that, that, that's it, his, his voice perfect. But often the, the brand for most talent is often much deeper than that. It's, it has to do with their personality, maybe a former profession. Mm -hmm. Every talent's a little different. Um, it, I, I don't have an exact formula. I kind of do it a lot intuitively when I work with talent to help develop their brand. Um, and sometimes it's just a name. If you know, uh, there's a talent out there, Rob Marrera, great friend of mine. And, uh, he and I started working together and he's telling me, you know, I got an acting background. I was a musician. Uh, I speak English and Spanish fluently. Um, I do this type of way. It's all these things. I go, wow, there's so much more that you do than everybody else. And I looked at his name. His name is spelled M-O-R-E-I-R-A. Oh. So we came up with Get More with Morera. Okay. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that guy is a superstar now. He, he's doing his own branded videos and stuff now and I'm, I'm just super proud of him anytime i get a chance to drop his name i'm gonna do it <laughs> that's great yeah <laughs> so the audio branding of a voice talent can really um play a part in how they re they relate i guess to the audience they're trying to market to of course as long as it's genuine you don't want to try to invent a brand just for the sake of being kitschy or slick or something like that it's got to mean something yeah. You know, and it's got to set you apart. Brands, uh, you know, separate you from the crowd and hopefully make you memorable. Those are the two things you want it to have happen. Yeah. You were talking about social media just a little while ago. Mm -hmm. And I would love to hear more about how you feel audio is playing a part in that. Uh, because uh, you make live videos all the time and I've seen a lot of them and they're great and very motivational, which is fantastic. Thank you. Um, but. There are a lot of people who just make videos in general. They do explainer videos. They do all sorts of other things. And I, I just wonder how important you feel the audio is in the social media aspect. Well, I mean, you know, the only difference between social media and broadcast television or a movie theater or the radio or, you know, a streaming service is that it's just a different screen. That's the only, that's the only difference. And why shouldn't it follow? Why shouldn't folks treat their social media the same way that an advertising agency treats a commercial? Sure. I mean, I, I preach all the time that social media is a voice talent. For example, is, this is going to sound really weird. But hang in there with me. <laughs> I'll hang in. A voice talent is not a voice talent. Okay. 
Explain. A, a voice <laughs> talent to successfully market themselves needs to learn to become a media company. Ah, I see. Okay. And you need to learn how to create content how to do videos, how to do a podcast, how to do simple graphic design. Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about it, voice talent are actually television networks or media networks. And networks have things called stations. And stations have things like logos. And when you watch CBS, if anybody even watches CBS anymore, what do you see in the lower right-hand corner? Yeah, You see the, the translucent eye, that watermark. Why shouldn't your videos have that logo bug on them? Wow. For example, you know, when you hear the NBC chimes, you know, there's a reason why Gary Vee, who is a legendary social media marketer, he has an audio brand. Yes. And it's a noise that he makes with his mouth all the time. <laughs> right? I can't do it like he does it. Yeah. But he literally turned that into his brand. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I can say, go get it is that's me saying that is my thing uh, that this sort of evolved and now i have total strangers i've walked into restaurants and i've had meetings with people i've never met and when i shake their hand they say you're the go get it guy <laughs> yeah well there you go i'm like I, I, i'm like wow how cool but my point is is that voiceover talent have to change their approach with their branding and with how they operate their business being able to read copy is a skill. It's not their profession. Mm -hmm. They have to treat themselves like you're a media company. And once you start doing that and you use social media correctly, not to espouse your political views, <laughs> yeah. not, not to share what you had for dinner, uh, not solely to show cute pictures of your kids and your puppies, which that's all nice. I enjoy that too. <laughs> yeah. But if you're using it for business purposes, for business marketing, you will run it as if you are a big company with a brand, with a look, with a consistent feel, with logos and, you know, intros and outros to certain things. You know, there's a reason why you see this everywhere. It's right behind me right now. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think that that mysteriously showed up while we're on video today? Oh, no. no. <laughs> I put it there for you. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, that that's the point I'm trying to make. And uh -huh. I'm trying to spread that go-get-it gospel everywhere. So anyone who thought that they wore a lot of hats before, <laughs> guess get what? Ready. You need get more. <laughs> it's, it's time to do a little haberdashery, uh, as they say. Or, or you need to pay people to do the things that you don't want to do. <laughs> that's, that's there, and there's a whole huge universe of those type of freelancers, too, that can help with everything from social media production to scheduling to copywriting graphic design. Mm -hmm. I mean, there is a whole industry devoted to that. I, I try my best to teach my clients to do as much of that they can tolerate themselves. But I'm a huge fan of, hey, you want to hire a virtual assistant to do this or a video producer guy to do Y or a buddy of yours to do Z? Mm -hmm. Good for you. That's great. Make That's how a media company thinks. I am a big fan of work-life balance. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I have a whole spiel on work-life balance. I don't know if we have enough time on this podcast, but I'll tell you, maybe the next one we'll do work-life balance because okay, we'll I, I, I have one. zero concept of that if you talk to my wife. 
Yeah, I, I've had some time to develop that. <laughs> and I, I just, I have gotten to the point where there are some things I love doing and there are some things that I don't love doing. And the things I don't love doing, I don't do well enough to not outsource. So as far as I'm concerned, outsourcing makes me look better. <laughs> well, and also the, some of the smartest business decisions you might make as an entrepreneur are the times where you choose to fire yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is not my expertise. Yeah, you got to fire yourself. I mean, it's good to maybe dabble and, and at least know, have some working knowledge of whatever set task is. Yeah. But if you're going to want to repeat that task and do it really, really well, there, there is only 24 hours of the day. Not everyone is going to get up at 4 a.m. like yours truly <laughs> and, and burn it hard until the wee hours. Mm -hmm. and, and I even have my own team. I have a couple of my own virtual assistants that are you know, feverishly at work as we speak. At least you better be, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> because it's 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 a you know it's a constant fight. Yeah, and keeping up with it now when we're overloaded with information. Oh my god. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. That's why you gotta you gotta keep at it. You gotta keep uh, you gotta be ever present, as you say. Yes. I want to hear more about your podcast okay. um, before we end here, because um, so if you can share with people the URL, like how they can find it, and if you can talk a little about what you talk about on your show. Sure. So um, I've produced up, I think at this point, 25 episodes over two seasons for the Go Get It podcast. It's available on every uh, available podcast platform, whether it's Anchor, Apple, Spotify, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. And uh, you can go to CoreyDisson.com and there's a link right there to the podcast. Um, and what we like to talk about are the influencers issues and topics of interest that affect uh, either the voiceover or marketing world. And I also say that uh, anything else that helps motivate you to go get it. So that's, <laughs> sure, okay. you know, uh, really being the champion for the entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everything from productivity hacks to social media tips, um, you know, marketing assistance, branding. You know, I've talked to a lot of very influential figures. Like I said, we mentioned Rudy Gaskins. Sure. And we've had, you know, folks from the representation side, a guy like Mark Gus. I've had talent on there, whether it's Randy Thomas mm -hmm. or the voice of Ford, Jeff Bell, or my friend Paul Turner obviously did an episode with me. But I've been branching out to bring in some people outside of the bubble to get a different perspective. Um, you know, whether that's a woman, I'll even, her name's Wendy Maynard. She's a phenomenal. If you're an entrepreneur and you're running a business, you need to check her out because she's super smart at what she does or high performance coaches, a guy named Dana Cavalia, who used to be the, uh, strength and conditioning coach for the New York Yankees did an episode with me. Uh, I've got an episode coming up with a gentleman by the name of Frank Lopes, who is a absolute beast in the automotive industry, marketing industry, speaks at NADA and Digital Dealer. Mm -hmm. And he's got a ridiculous following on social media and a very loyal audience. And I think all of my followers will be able to glean something off a guy like that. And then uh, recently I started a second podcast called One More Round. And that's- Because uh, there's not, you know, you're not busy enough. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And uh, the Go Get It 
the Go Get It podcast. That's interview style, mm-hmm. where I'm 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 shining the spotlight on uh, you know someone else that I respect and I want to learn more about. The one more round is is if you think about it like a boxing match, it's two to three minutes, uh, just me. Sure. Um, sort of venting or uh, you know uh, ranting on a certain topic of discussion, but there's often a lesson in there. I try to give a lesson that you can take away. You know, we talked about how um, social media is like being Pete Rose, getting a lot of at-bats. Or I just did an episode with uh, social media is like being George Foreman. I I use a lot of athletic analogies. George Foreman (laughs) Uh likes to jab, and then you get the knockout punch. But um, I'm trying to think what the, the last episode I did. Oh, I talked about making 99 enemies in sales, which is a very counterintuitive thought. But uh, that all boils down to not being afraid of rejection and failure. Oh, okay. If yeah. You're, if you're looking, if you're looking at a list of a hundred names, I'll tell you, I would rather you have ninety-nine enemies and one paid client instead of a hundred friends. Yeah, you're learning a lesson. <laughs> you're learning a lesson. Yeah. And uh, so that that's the, that's the other podcast I do, and that's just something I do real down and dirty here at the the home office, but. Uh, I'm a huge proponent uh, of of podcasting. I think it gives people a voice that might not otherwise be heard. You can get a hell of a lot of exposure. And as you're as you're learning quickly, I'm sure the shelf life of podcast episodes is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, because <laughs> you continue to gain listens and downloads long after you've posted it. Yeah. Um, and I, I still have people today that will call me. Yeah, I I went and I listened to your podcast with Haas, which which I did. God, probably 15 months ago. Wow. So they're still listening. They're still listening. So yeah. there must be something important in there or, or, or marginally entertaining. I don't know. <laughs> Just slightly. Just a little. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm the, the guy who wanted to be on radio who never got there. And I guess it's my way of uh, being able to be the, the morning zoo for a few minutes. Yeah. You're reliving it in social media. Yeah. Go I'm you. Go get it. And I can't, I can't get fired for bad ratings. <laughs> <laughs> so is that what you're working on now, the the new podcast? Is there anything else that's in the pipeline here? So uh, the one more round stuff is a weekly installment. That's probably about five or six weeks in. And, I, and I'm going to try my best to do it weekly moving forward. Um, the next great frontier that I just dabbled in actually recently is doing more live stuff. Ah, yes. Okay. The, the live streaming. Yeah. And, uh, I kind of did. It's becoming really big. Yes. It, and um, I think I'm late to the party and I need to get involved because <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of other folks have success with it. And I did a little sort of beta test recently, did a live event and uh, boy, the reception was pretty, pretty cool. So awesome. Yeah, I'm going to try that again. Yeah, that's fun. There's so much fun stuff to do on the internet. <laughs> well, of course. And, you know, to, to be able to share some some hopefully helpful knowledge and it gives me a chance to be creative. I still have a little bit of creativity left in my old bones here. So <laughs> I want to try to share that a little bit. Sure. And yeah, it is fun. I, I don't, I don't veg out in front of the TV. Um, you know, I, 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 I like to work out and whatnot. That's my one little escape, but my, my hobby is I, I like to make money. I like to be a, I like to be an entrepreneur. That's a good and, and hobby. I like, yeah, I, I love the Very thrill productive. of that chase. Yeah, that that's fun for me. That's yeah. fun to, to to watch that sort of that nurture that little uh, you know plant and watch it grow into a tree. It's fun. 
not for everybody, but uh, that's me. Well, it's that's fine. That's a that's a good hobby. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with me today. This has been a real pleasure. <laughs> Jody, I loved hanging out with you. This is so cool. And uh, we had a great conversation and uh, I've always appreciated uh you know, your sort of partnership. I know you, you kind of jumped on board to go get an express early on <laughs> and uh, you've been following me and uh, that doesn't uh, go unappreciated. And this is the least I could do to be able to hang out with you on your podcast and uh, drop a little, drop a little knowledge. <laughs> well, it's great. I think a lot of people will really enjoy this. <laughs> Lots to learn. Well, I sure as heck hope so. Maybe they'll get at least a little chuckle out of uh, my, my silly bald head r- ranting on and on. <laughs> well, they can't see it, but yeah. <laughs> I got you. I, well, they don't have to go far to find my face somewhere online. So <laughs> This is true. This is we true. We should be okay. All done on purpose. <laughs> well, thanks again. <laughs> Jody, thank you. You're the best. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please take a moment to give the podcast a review. It's greatly appreciated and super helpful. Until next time.